0: Previously on the Loyal Littles
1: podcast... Well, I got the part because the director, I can't remember what his name was, he wanted someone who could do a kind of gruff, hoarse voice, but project.
2: And so that's what I did when I tried out. You know, he's sitting in the back of the auditorium and I'm saying,
1: if there is no game tonight, Big Julie will be considerably displeased.
2: You know, and I'm going on and on and on. (laughs) But years later, I got to play Sky Masterson. but really wanted to be nathan detroit of course i i wanted to play that role you know playing the love interest is just there's no fun in that (laughs) welcome back to the loyal little's podcast
0: on the wtfc podcast network hey roxy hey chuck
3: Hey, Littles.
2: Whoa, Simon. Did you get permission to touch Sid's piano? That's s- what she
0: said.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Simon. Worry. Hey, what's <laughs> going on, guys? Yeah, I did, actually. I actually met her in person. You did? I did. And, and you asked her said, then? She said, Well, she, could she volunteered, said, touch my piano any
2: day. Whoa. <laughs> anytime, anytime, any <laughs> time you want. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, let's go back to that little ditty you played mm, there. Okay. That was cute. Uh, I know what that's from. I think we need... New contest, Roxy. Okay. All right, Littles. First one to write into our email, podnet at gmail.com, telling us what that
0: tune is. Tune is. Name that tune. What
2: show, Broadway show, that is from. hmm Okay? You'll mm-hmm. win a prize. It's that simple. <laughs> All right, one more time. Let's hear it again. Yeah.
0: What the heck is that? <laughs> yeah.
2: No one's gonna get it. But I hope what? that would be fun if someone could actually get that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's not ups obs- it's mm. obscure, Chuck. Oh, it's not that obscure. It's obscure. obscure. If you're, in, if you're in the know, you're in the know. Uh, it's even obscure. If you're in the know, I don't know. So, should we not make it a contest? It's no, obscure. Make it a contest. We'll see.
0: Probably five years from now, maybe we'll get a winner.
2: No, I don't think we're ever going to get a winner, but I think it'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be fun to see some of the guesses. Oh,
0: that's true. That's yeah, true. Maybe
2: they can write into the big show. Maybe Michael knows. Oh. You know? He'll think it's from Damn Yankees, though, I'm sure. <laughs> so, it's not Damn Yankees. Okay. But there's your first hint, Little. First clue. Okay. Well, welcome back to the Loyalist Podcast. We have lots to get into, but we're going to start with some stuff from the last episode, as mm-hmm. we always do. Mm-hmm. We have from the one and only Rick Franzosa, episode 252. He says, Chuck and Roxy, thanks again. A big thrill to listen to the pod. I was afraid that I had said something embarrassing, but I didn't sound too bad.
0: Yeah, right? Oh, great.
2: We, always, we always try to make you all sound as good as possible. Yes. All right, then we have some quick correction. It's not really a correction, but we've dropped the ball. I've dropped the ball on a lot of things lately. Is a
0: cleanup on Isle Chuck?
2: Not yet. We're oh, going to get Oh, okay. <laughs> We're gonna get, or maybe it is. I guess we could do it. But you know, last time we said make sure you go to SummerOfLittles.com to check out all the pictures, Bob Walsh. Yeah. I was proud. I hope Dina is proud of me for this. I had already set this up and I completely forgot to mention it. On our website,
0: LoyalLittlesPod.com,
2: we have a new link at the top that says SOL Fun.
0: Yeah, we and do. I posted
2: pictures of our Summer of Littles fun.
0: You did. From our trip
2: to Missouri. You so did. you can go check those out. Mm-hmm. Then I also, we also wanted to bring this up. Now this is going to, I don't know, is this awkward, Simon? No. Okay. I mean, I have no idea what it is. <laughs>
4: yeah, let's go for
2: it. Well, you know, we talked about our amazing hosts. Yes. Brian and Amy yeah. Muller. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so obviously we were staying with them for a couple days. So yeah. we used their shower. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Well, they have some stuff in the shower.
0: <laughs> Chuck, you're making it sound well, so weird. Well, I'm wondering
2: if is this awkward. <laughs> that
0: okay. I guess my question is, what is the etiquette when you're staying in someone's home and you obviously have access to their bathroom? Do you bring your own toiletries, meaning your uh, shampoo, soap, conditioner, things soap, like things like that? Now, I was using, I was using my own soap, and I did bring my own shampoo. Yeah,
2: we brought all this, just to make, just to be clear.
0: I happened to look and I saw this little bottle, and I thought, ooh, that must smell nice. Then you
2: smell it. it I smell. Good. It It
0: smelled amazing, and so I put a little in my hair.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. We're talking about
3: shampoo. Yes, (laughs) Yes. we're talking about shampoo. That's not how you opened (laughs) it. You said there was something in there, and (laughs) well... Shampoo. Which shampoo is in there? Yeah, which is a normal thing in a
0: bathroom. Uh So, anyway, Brian and Amy, if you're mad that I used your shampoo, I will gladly send some refills to you. Well, we will but because
2: we got a box in we the got mail a box from Amazon I, all of a sudden. I'm like, I what is this? I
0: ordered the shampoo and conditioner. She liked it that um, much. So I oh. mean, there were multiple bottles but I, this particular one, I guess flavor, the scent, is coconut water and mimosa flower and it wow. smells really good. Oh, it's right here. It's She's got right it right here. here. Let me
2: see. Mm, let me smell it. I was going to say, let Simon smell it. Mm. And we shouldn't go too much longer without saying we did supply Simon with some nice. walkers. Right, that's
3: I nice. Like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, I did. I already ate two he, packets of crisp. You already ate two uh, packets of crisp here. We didn't want to munch in your ears this in time. Front of though, me. So. So
2: anyway,
0: um, thank you for the, uh, I think it's perfectly acceptable guess, to do that. Inspiration. I think shampoo.
2: I mean, um, you don't go through medicine cabinets and things like that. Oh,
0: gosh. No, no, no. But like, no, you no, know, no.
2: sometimes oh, if you forget well. something, you just yeah. ask like saline solution. If you have contacts, right, things like that. That's fine. Volume and
0: beauty, sulfate-free shampoo, body and strength. Okay, let's not go too
2: far. They're not sponsoring the podcast here. Fine hair and
0: acts of love for our planet. So I have very fine hair and I could use some volume and bounty. Oh, bounty. That's what it says. Volume and bounty. Also too, sulfate-free is probably the way to go. These days, it's better for sure. your skin and your hair and the environment and all of that. Okay,
2: we need to talk about sports or something here in a second because otherwise okay. you're gonna lose. Anyway, We're losing everyone. Anyway, I'm lo- I'm it lost. smells
0: really good Sorry, and I, I down, yeah it does smell yeah. really good. I um, was inspired and I bought a bottle of shampoo. Simon, you could try some before you go. Yes. Thanks.
3: That's acceptable. Well, wash
0: it?
2: your
3: hair in the sink. Whoa. In the sink. Wow, so generous. She <laughs> wants to wash your <laughs> hair. Even in the shower.
2: Okay. I'll
0: wash yeah. it for you. Whoa. Wow. You wash that's my like, hair. I'll wash your hair too. I, mean, I don't too. have any hair, but that's I'll besides the point. I'll wash everyone's hair.
2: Okay. Whoa. All right. Hey, here we <laughs> go. Let's, let's move on, shall we? We heard from Mike Wolf. He says, Well, we totally missed you at Hurley's for the NYC Summer of Littles, but had a great time with Ritz, Joanne, Fiona, and Sophia. Try to get Ritz on as the third wheel more often, it says. Oh, <laughs> does it? I see. Behind. I see. <laughs> well, Ritz is out of town, so, you yeah. know. We, we've got his sub. We I, do. Mean, I mean, oh. I mean, well, it's this your microphone. I, yeah, this it's is my thing. microphone. <laughs> yeah, okay.
5: This <laughs> <It's>
0: piano.
2: <laughs> anyway, he says, and he did drop off Roxy's birthday present. Don't worry, I spent less than $10 so it wouldn't be awkward. <laughs> but glad to hear you had a good time in Missouri. I grew up in Kansas City. That airport terminal is brand new, just opened this year. Had I known you were flying into KC, I would have given you some recommendations, but maybe next time. Also following up on Ritz's email from the last episode, there was one other spin-off from MASH called W-A-L-T-E-R, Walter, I guess, starring once again Gary Berghoff as Walter Radar O'Reilly. Only a pilot, not picked up, but you can find it on YouTube. He was the only actor from the movie version to also appear in the TV series. Mike Wolf, episode TBD. Huh. I mean, Very I don't really
0: have any thoughts on MASH or anything about MASH. So. Yeah,
2: right, right, right. But I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. And it was he had it printed out, like, you know how there's MASH, M, asterisk, A, yes. that right, thing? Right. It's, he had the same thing with Walter. Oh, That's cool. how it was written out gotcha. to give you the feel
3: that it's yep. the same thing. Yeah. Okay, because so this is an episode of awkwardness. So he says it's awkward to buy a present that's more than $10, and he thinks it's awkward to use shampoo. Uh, what, there's a rule now you can't buy someone a present that's more than $10
2: no I just think
0: no I think because I don't know well some
2: littles might have been like bargaining back and forth as to get us to go to their summer of littles right Ooh,
3: okay, like
2: okay. Brian turned the August 4th into Roxy's birthday spectacular got right. her an ice cream cake things like that right. how much was the ice cream cake we don't know I don't know probably more than $10 probably more than 10 it was a good it size was, cake yeah it was a good yeah. size cake and mm-hmm. it was a very good cake it was very and good and you felt awkward about it
0: I didn't feel awkward about the cake. It was her
2: birthday. She's not going nice. to feel awkward no. about it.
0: No, not at all. I just never all.
3: come across as like, is it awkward to buy a present? Well, yeah. I did
2: tell him, don't worry about it. I said, don't yeah, feel right. obligated just because we are coming. It's right. Kind, you know, yeah, it very was very kind. kind. It it was kind. Was like very, very kind. Very like we said, they were, it was great hosts. It was great. It was and again, great I
0: can totally send you a bottle of shampoo. Okay, but now we have to get to the <laughs> gift because
2: yes, Ritz did get us the gift. So mm-hmm. Ritz delivered the gift. It's the can of Diet Pepsi. Yes. But it's not just any can of Diet Pepsi. It is not. It is
0: a Star Wars collector's edition uh, with Queen Amidala. Yes. From The Phantom Menace. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Episode one of Star Wars, if you yes. don't know.
2: So thank you, Mike. That was thank very Thank you. That very was so nice. cool. No, I that. saw it.
0: I was like, oh my gosh, I had this. I you had, had this the exact can. can. I had That's this can. Amazing. Right. I don't have it anymore, but now I do again. Yeah. Very excited.
2: All right. And speaking of Ritz being away, which is a shame because he missed all the excitement two days ago. Oh. Yes, we're licking our wounds here yeah. a little bit. It's a shame Sid isn't here with you, or her oh. piano's here, so we'll count that. <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> our Team time in the Broadway Parade Show League. had some issues, yep. and I'm a little furious about it. I can't really go too far into it, but uh, <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. I said this, I call this, Sid, Sid was like, you called this back in April. Yeah. And I said, this is part of the problem when you join a softball team, where the show already has a closing date. Yes. Now, Parade was a hit. It was. It didn't have to close. No, it didn't. But it came with two stars it was kind of like the music man thing mm-hmm. where once hugh not hugh yeah yeah hugh jackman right right right. i and was thinking hugh hefner <laughs> hugh jackman and, and, sutton and sutton foster were like okay we're done yep. they felt for some reason i disagree with this notion but they felt they couldn't get two other stars in there to sell the tickets mm-hmm. okay they were basing I mean, those
0: are two pretty big stars they are pretty yeah. big stars yeah. well
2: this is the same thing this had ben platt ben platt and i forget her name and i guess the producers big felt names have one of them well the Huge names. <laughs> producers felt they couldn't sell the show, I guess. Yeah. So they closed it. Which is okay. A shame. Yeah. Well, which means then everyone's like auditioning and trying to find new jobs and, they don't and have stuff time like to play that. Softball. And they don't want to play softball, or mm-hmm. they don't have time, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so there's five of us that are there. So we got Simon to pitch in here. Yes. Because he played a game we months ago. We haven't seen Simon hasn't been on the field since like May. Uh huh. So yeah. Simon ends up pitching pretty much the whole playoffs. Yeah. And did a fine job, Simon. Thanks. You, you did. walked one guy in the second game. This, yeah. The game that's the it. other day. Yeah. We, Littles, it was it was. rough. (sighs) All right. First of all, let me explain. We had eight people and Mm -hmm. who's, I forget who wrote in saying, oh, we like to hear about these things. So we had eight people. Now, for those of you that know, a normal baseball team has nine. In softball, you usually have 10. There's usually four outfielders. Mm -hmm. So we're too short. short. Then I'd say in the first or second inning, we did get one more guy to show up. So then we had nine the rest of the game. Okay. But in a normal baseball lineup, you're Think you're two, three, four hitters, okay? They're probably two, three, or your best players, all missing, all gone.
0: Yes. Okay, they weren't mm-hmm. there. But that's okay. Our usual. Yep. We still
2: have a good team without our two. Th- that's how good this team could be and was right. when we had a full team. Right. Obviously, it's going to be a closer game, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, we have the lead going into the seventh oh. final oh. inning. Yes. Yeah, we six have the lead, four, six right? to four. Mm-hmm. And uh, Simon's just all upset. We, we, yeah, it was just demoralizing. Yeah, it started re- raining. Yeah, oh, it. my God. Balls gosh, wet. Yeah we're making every excuse we can, but it's true. That's Mm -hmm. what kind of went down Mm -hmm. and they scored three in the bottom of the seventh and walked off in one and they're advancing and we're not. So, That's the sad thing. I but, played. Uh, Roxy did play. Roxy yeah, cool. caught. caught. Yeah.
0: I got switched to right field for no one batter reason. For one batter. For one batter. <laughs> I had
2: nothing to do with and it. And if Didn't I well. were
0: behind the plate, I would have made the play.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, I would have made really the play. It really wasn't the person behind you the plate. You would have yelled
0: at me for making the play and putting myself in well, danger. But we, we
2: got into that during the game because you were supposed to just be there as a placeholder. Because honestly, and I know they listen to this podcast, so I'm going to go there. Mom and dad would have killed me if you got hurt okay <laughs> you're only a month away roughly from rehearsals two months. Mm-hmm. all right two months and they would have killed me
0: no little so I was really very specific. Funny.
2: She's like yelling at me. No, you play your position, I'll play mine. But I, I'm like, wait, <laughs> you
0: didn't say it right. There's
2: idiots that don't know how to play softball. And I know it's not you. It was them that I'm worried about. I and I didn't need you getting into a collision at home plate. No,
0: I know, but your so. perspective from the outfield is a little bit different from my perspective being right there. And I was like halfway to the pitcher's mound. That's how clear no, from the plate halfway. I was.
2: <laughs> you are not. But okay, all right, that's fine. <laughs> you play you would have your no reason game, to be and I play mine. Simon can attest to that. He's <laughs> on yep. the pitcher's mound. Anyway. There was a Bush League moment that really pissed me off since it involves Sid. Sid, we have to give a shout out. Sid was a effing rock star. Because we were so short, we're also playing out of position like I normally pitch, Mm -hmm. okay? But we had no outfielders, and Simon said he could come, and Simon always pitched on our other team together, so I'm like, perfect. Simon can pitch. I'll go to the outfield, blah, blah, blah. Sid who normally plays outfield or second base, we didn't have a first baseman. So she plays first. Yeah. Holy crap, Littles. Oh, she's She's so good. She was a freaking rock star. She's so good. She was
0: tearing up that first base. She was
2: digging balls out of the ground. And just like, it was unbelievable some of the plays she was making. Mm -hmm. And that was the one reason I wanted, the winning team gets to announce the MVP of the game. Yeah. Okay. And i that's the main reason I wanted to win that freaking game was so we could give her the MVP for that game. Because she was a freaking rock star. Well, there was one play. This other guy from the other team hits a clear single, just a bloop single into center field. The center fielder didn't misplay the ball. It didn't go by him. He just, on a hop, picked it up in his glove, tossed it into the second baseman, just like a normal single. Routine Routine play. Routine routine play. Mm -hmm. There is no way this guy would have ever gotten a double out of that. No. Okay? Matter of fact, he knew that, and he slows up as he's going to first base, And he realizes that Sid came in to actually, just in case, because in softball sometimes they do try to throw you out from the outfield if you're a slow runner. Mm -hmm. So, and again, she doesn't play first base normally, so she didn't really know the protocol here. So she went to the base just in case. Uh This guy literally, I was watching him the whole time. He literally paused and shoved her and like flopped, basically like, what the hell? So he basically drew an interference call, so he gets awarded second base. Yep. I was so angry because yep. that's an umpire judgment call. Yeah. It should be. Yeah. And anybody in that whole ballpark, if he had tried to go to second and she wasn't there, he would have been out by 10 steps at least, probably mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was not even close to her him trying to get a double, but he saw an opportunity he basically bumped into her on purpose yep. so that he could draw the interference call. He gets awarded second. That run scores in that inning, and they end up winning by one run. Yeah. That wasn't the last run that scored. No, but it was a key play, but it yeah. was a key you play. Yeah. That was a key play. Yeah. 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 All right. Enough Broadway showy talk. Yes. Uh, we got to get out of here. We got a great Meet the Littles guest. Yes. Someone we're finally, finally, finally getting to meet. Mm-hmm. We're very excited about mm-hmm. that. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. <laughs>
1: This is Michael Kane. You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
2: being played in this episode by a band called this here and this song is called in the sun now if you like what you hear they say the best way to find all their stuff is just to head on over to spotify or soundcloud and just search the band name and it's this here that's t-h-i-s h-e-r-e and as always we will play the full song in the sun at the end of the podcast all right all you loyal littles it's now time to
0: meet the littles and roxy yeah chuck
2: mystery solved
0: i'm very happy about finally this. <laughs> we've
2: been chatting offline a little bit
0: because uh-huh.
2: we had to get to the bottom of it yes we had three or four versions uh-huh. a couple i even forgot about yep i believe you called them scooter at one point i
0: think i did <laughs>
2: but we finally got to the bottom of it fingers crossed for chuck right now yep please welcome to the podcast bill skader hey bill how's it going
1: All right. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Littles. I'm excited to be here. And yes, you nailed it. All right. All right.
2: Well, Bill, as you know, we normally just like to turn it over to you. We want to meet you. Take us back. Tell all the loyal
1: Littles something about yourself. Okay. I'm 71 years old. I live in West Virginia. I'll be 72 in October. I'm probably one of the older Littles. I'm of the same generation as Mr. Tony, so I think. That is part of my traction towards him. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a um, typical baby boomer um, household. My father had gas stations, and I had fairly normal childhood until eighth grade. In eighth grade, I decided I wanted to become a priest, and I entered what is called a high school seminary, my diocese, the Diocese of Willing in West Virginia. They just built this new seminary. It's only the third year of existence in Vienna, which is right outside Parkersburg on the Ohio River. And as a 13-year-old, I head down to the seminary. Quite a transition for me, being away from home for the first time. I'm very academically rigorous, very structured. For instance, um, we had to get up every morning at 530 be down for morning prayers at six. We had to be in bed by 10. We could call home once a month. We were only allowed to go home three times and Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter. The first time my family could get down and see me was a weekend in October. Once a month, they had a visiting weekend. So it was quite a transition for me. Yeah. You think? I um, <laughs> I've, There's no way. There's no a. way. <laughs> well, there's there that. It was almost <laughs> like being in a boot camp. Yeah. Like
4: yeah.
1: made some very good friends. You know, after you're there a while, it became normal.
0: Right.
4: I, yeah,
1: um, okay. get on That's the schedule, fair. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: just get used to it. Yep. So, I'm there for four years, and I graduate. And I moved to Will and they moved me up to Willing. Willing has, like you, Chuck, a small liberal arts Jesuit college, mm-hmm. Willing College. And the diocese had a house, this big old mansion they remodeled, on National Road, which was only a block from this campus. Mm-hmm. And that's where we stayed. And I was there with seven or eight kids that I graduated with. And we would continue studying for the priesthood, but mm-hmm. we were going to go to regular classes. So this is the fall of 69. Well, everything went fine for the first year. <laughs> I should mention also at this time, and I know, Chuck, you've mentioned a couple of times that you loved cemeteries. Yes. And my summer job all through college was I worked in a cemetery, cutting grass, digging graves, setting headstones, things like that. Wow. You know, back then you couldn't get a job at a fast food place. If you wanted to work in the summer, it was usually some type of manual labor. huh.
2: Yeah. Now, before we go any further, actually, I actually have a quick question. Now, again, this is probably a stupid question, but the graves, when you dig them, is it all just manual with a shovel? Now back then I'm sure it probably was actually, right? Well but I'm wondering yeah, if they have machines was. and stuff.
1: Uh, now. You know, West Virginia, the mountain state, it was very hilly. Yeah. Now they told us it was too steep, the hills to bring in a backhoe. Mm-hmm. Ah. I think instead of steep, I think they were cheap. <laughs> but we we were <laughs> <laughs> and we dug in very rocky. So, yeah, we dug with a pick and shovel. And you had a bar that you evened out the sides and gave you a nice workout at yeah. the end of the day. How long did it take? How long did it take? Yeah. You could actually dig a grave in. Now, if it was very rocky, we did have a jack, uh, jackhammer. Okay. Right. We would have to jackhammer some of the rocks. Wow. You could dig the grave in a day, a day and a half. Oh, so That's number one. So you basically got it done about a day, uh, about a half a day before the service. Okay. Wow. Good. And it was usually two of you. Yeah. You know, and you, you carted away part of the dirt. So yeah. it's, it's actually harder to fill it in. Um, really? It was, yeah, because what happens is if as you throw in the dirt, about every three or four inches, if you don't tamp the dirt down tightly. Yep. Because you got to remember, you know, dirt's so tight. You know, you're walking on it. Mm-hmm. But if you just throw it in, when it rains, it'll settle. Yes. And the grave will settle. Yes. So we, we, they have this iron bar that was, I think, about 20 pounds, 25 pounds, a flat plate on a pick handle. Yep. And yep. every two or four inches, you bat it down the dirt. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we use those on it the ball fields. Yep. Or the grave would sink. Yep. Wow. You Makes know, sense. So, which you didn't think of.
4: Right. Now,
2: I want to get back to your portion of the interview, but I've so as you said, this is a I don't say a fascination of mine, but I'm intrigued. Yeah. Did you ever goof up and like hit another coffin or something when you were digging a grave?
1: No, not really. Um you know, usually we were pretty careful. We had these long, long poles that you could like kind of drill in the ground. And if you were like burying the spouse, you would know where they were. And they kept fairly good records.
2: Yeah, I would think yeah
1: they knew what they were doing. Yeah. I right. didn't. They just told us what it is. Sure. Yeah, right. Sure.
2: Right. I have other ones, but we're going to we're going to continue. Let's move on.
1: <laughs> okay. Keep well, going.
2: because I I'm, I'm waiting for you to get to the uh Well, hold on. How did you put it? The RGB
1: I, portion? RBG. RBG, <laughs> yeah. RBG. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, as I said, my first year in college went well. My second year in college, I decided to join the rugby team at Willing College. Mm-hmm. And it was a club actually. Yeah. And then is what I call RBG, Rugby, Beer, and Girls. And right. my vocation started on a steep downward spiral <laughs> between, you know, of course you drink as a freshman, but I didn't turn 18 until I was in college. Right, you know, back right. then, you didn't go to kindergarten or any of that. Mm-hmm. So drank a little bit more, went to rugby parties, went on a games, games, did very well playing. So eventually it dawned on me, I don't want to become a priest. (laughs) I
2: was like, you're not getting up at 4 a.m. anymore, are you?
1: (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) So what happened is then my senior year, I went to the rector, who was the priest who kind of ran the house I was living in, Mm -hmm. and I told him right before Thanksgiving that, you know what, I lost my location, I don't want to become a priest, and response was, yeah, duh, you know, I <laughs> could see this coming. <dummy. laughs> so I asked him if I could stay there the rest of the year. And because i had been with these guys for seven and a half years. Yeah. My classmates. Right. And he said, yeah, he didn't have a problem. He just said, I know that you're going to go out. He kind of knew that I was semi scene, somewhere on campus. Mm-hmm. He said, just don't do anything. <laughs> don't bring anyone back to the house. Sure. Or whatever. Right. Don't embarrass us. I said, yes, yeah, okay. So now I had to decide what I was going to do with my life because for seven years, I kind of had this idea, well, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to become a priest. So I was a history major, and I switched over my last semester, crammed in a lot of education classes, did my student teaching in a local high school up in Wheeling. Actually, it was down in Moundsville. And I graduated in 73 with uh, my class. I get home. Now, this is the glut of you know, baby boomer when they were pushing for teachers. So I knew that I wasn't going to get a full-time teaching job right away. Mm-hmm. Well, as it happened, after a couple of weeks home, I was playing softball and I met a family friend who was the CEO and the plant manager for Morgan Shirt Company. And Morgan Shirt Company was a factory in West Virginia that these two Older Jewish gentleman in the 1930s immigrated from New York and opened in Morgantown. And we made dress shirts for Ralph Lauren, Polo, uh-huh. Isaac, Land Land's End. We made about 300 dozen a day. Wow. wow. Think of the pajama game with an <laughs> Appalachian twist. Hey there. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, for instance, back then in the early 70s, we had about nine coal mines just in this county. Well, they had in their union contract that the first two weeks of July they would shut down the mines, called Miner's Vacation. They would go on vacation and they would do maintenance in the coal mines, pump out the water, oh, you know, right. any weak place on the roof, put some more bolts in the roof, yep. whatever. Well, so many of the women that worked at the shirt factory were wives or lived with their boyfriends who were coal miners? We would shut down for that two weeks. Oh. So we were kind of guided by or dictated to with the you know what the mines did. So anyway, I got a job at night, starting off as a die cutter. I'm cutting out the parts of the shirt. Well, they came to me and asked me if I wanted to learn how to do time studies for piece rates. The women worked on piece rates like they do in New York. They did one job all day, whether it was sewing on a cuff putting in a label, whatever. Uh-huh. And they got paid so much per dozen, depending on how hard the job was. Oh. And you timed them about how long it took them to do it. And you set the rate and you had a formula. Well, over the course of the next 11 years, I kind of wrote, I found out I had a talent for scheduling that I didn't know I had. And I became like the production manager. So I did that till 1984. My father had a minor heart attack, wanted me to come work for him. By this time, he had two gas stations, wow. and, and I went to work for him. And I am about as mechanically inclined as a monkey. So, <laughs> but I could manage the station. I sure. could pump gas. Yeah. Yeah. Since I've been doing that, you know, I did that as a kid with sure. my dad, okay? So I did that. I got married in 88. My father passed away in 94. I bought one of the stations outright. The business partner bought the other one. And I realized I had a daughter that I was missing out. You know, when you own your own business, you know, i worked every day, literally. Even if I just opened up and worked for two hours. I worked on my wedding day Mm. until noon. As I told my wife, you know, no use to waste a whole day (laughs) because I wasn't going to be married till two. (laughs) But... See,
2: Roxy, doing a podcast uh, it, on the wedding day wasn't such a I
1: know, you know see? Yep. No? Well, same thing with you all. Oh. You know, you've got to be dedicated, right? Yes,
4: right. yes. exactly.
1: That's mm-hmm. right. There you go. So I decided that life's kind of passing me by. My daughter, I'm missing, you know, a lot of things in her life. So on December 31st, 1999, right before we went into the new millennium, I closed the station, sold the property. And my wife said, Well, what do you want to do? Now, I was fortunate my wife was a very successful lawyer, mm-hmm. so I had some options. You know, I didn't have to, you know, make a hasty decision. Sure. And as my wife said, You know, most guys that age, I'm 48, 49, you know, they go through a midlife crisis, yeah. you know, get a girlfriend, younger girlfriend, they get a car. I said, You know what? I like to teach history to high school kids. Yeah, well, So I went and took a few months, renewed my certificate, Mm -hmm. and I started subbing at the Catholic school that my daughter was at, which was only went up to grade eight. Well, they liked me there. These two old nuns that ran it liked me, and they kept giving me more and more jobs. Finally, on that first year, one of the teachers went on maternity leave, and I finished the last nine weeks of the school. The teacher decided not to come back in sixth grade, Asked me if I wanted the job. Sure. And as it happened, within a year or the next year, when I was a full-time teacher, the regular social studies teacher, which was right up my alley, went to the public schools, and they offered me the social studies job for 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. And I just took it and ran, and I discovered that I found my true call. Wow. Wow. And I was there for 22 years. I just retired. I told my principal, he kept putting off. I could, you know, he said I could teach as long as I wanted. And I said I would teach till I was 70. And the end of last 2022 20, school year, mm-hmm. I was 70. And so last year, I was the first year I hadn't taught for 22 years. But as it happened, because in circumstances, I still subbed close to about half the school year in, in the middle school. And
4: yeah. as wow. I said, it
1: was just enough to appreciate the kids, yep. but not enough to get upset at them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and it keeps you busy. Yeah. You
2: know, that's. Yes. I feel like that's when my parents were at that age. Yeah. That's what my mom yeah. wanted. She just, well, I think she just wanted to get out of the house, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. She couldn't only like, take my dad for so many right. hours a day. Right. But no, you know what I mean? Seriously. So she liked to, she worked part-time at the hospital, like yeah. as a receptionist mm-hmm. and just, Stuff like that, just to be sociable and to get out, yeah. you know, and move uh-huh. around and stuff That's like that. That's
0: so wonderful. Congratulations on Yeah, your congratulations.
2: Well, thank you. That's, That's awesome. Great. Well, listen, we've got a lot more to get into, yes. but uh, we're going to take a quick break, okay? We'll be right back with...
5: Meet the Littles.
1: This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Rox.
2: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and we are lucky enough to have...
0: Bill Scudere.
2: Very good. Is Ross. that
0: correct? Did I do it? Ooh, I didn't think so. Yeah, it? yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. All right. Great.
2: She didn't know <sighs> I was going to do that, Bill. No. I put her, I on, the spot. Put her on the pounding. spot. I got nervous. My We're having a great time learning all about Bill. Yes. Now we just found he retired stories. very yep. recently. Mm-hmm. But what we haven't gotten into, and I always find these interesting because he's in West Virginia with no professional sports teams whatsoever. Yep. What's your fandom? What's your sport? Now, you said you played rugby, but uh, what's yeah. your fandom? Do you have any favorite professional teams and stuff like that?
1: Well, we're only about an hour and a half from Pittsburgh, Right, and I guess my big sport is baseball. Okay. I've always loved baseball. I was a Met fan early in doing high school and college, I think just to be contrary, because they were so bad, and it was just kind of a cool thing to be. I've always been kind of a Giant fan for the Giants, because I like Willie Mays, Mm -hmm. but now I'm pretty loyal to the Pirates. And even though they're going through some bad seasons, I kind of look at it as being the fan of a bad team is like driving an old car. It shows that, you know, you're not flashing the pan, that you're loyal, you're willing to stick with something you like, even though you go through some tough times.
2: Yes, absolutely. The
1: other sport I'd probably follow is college football. Yeah, I was going to say, sure. I'm in uh, West Virginia University, is in Morgantown, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I can't say I'm really a fan of them. I didn't go here to school. I do follow them, but it's more if I like the coach, for instance, I liked Bill Stewart. I taught his son at, you know, I got to know the family and I like them. The current coach is going through a little bit of a tough time, you know, record wise, but I've taught a couple of his kids, great family. They go, to, you know, the kids go to St. Francis, and I've met him, and he goes to his daughter's volleyball and basketball, softball games. And mm-hmm. I, as a teacher, I felt that I should go, and you should support the kids. They'd like to see you there.
4: Yeah. yeah, sure. So i
1: go to as many of their events as I could. You know, I got to know him, so I like him. So I do root for WVU. I just kind of, I hate Ohio State. <laughs> um, that you should. Uh-huh. <laughs> Buckeye, a nut of little or no value. <laughs> and part of that was because when I was in the seminary in my junior year, they closed the seminary in Ohio and brought the boys down. And we actually did not get along with them. And that was when Ohio state had pretty good teams and that's all they talked about. Right. So I am not a fan of Ohio state at all. Yep. And I don't know why, I guess it's maybe in my DNA if you're from West Virginia, you hate pit. Right. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
4: have sure. you ever
1: seen the YouTube video where the College Game Day came to Morgantown and in be- doing a commercial break, they played the Neil Diamond song. What's the famous um, Sweet Caroline? Sweet Caroline, and West Virginia has a very unique take on the verse on it. And if you ever get to YouTube, just Type in WVU Sweet Caroline, and you'll see what I mean with um, the hatred of Pitt.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay I was going to say, maybe we could use that as a tiny little day. suggestion, but <laughs> yeah, right. we have a lot of Pittsburgh uh, followers. Okay. So. <laughs> I don't know if we can do that. But
1: they know it. They hate us. Yeah, yeah that's true. Sure, that's true. Sure, that's true. Sure. Fair enough. <laughs> I've been at games up at Pitt Stadium, and I had and one time the announcer said, would the West Virginia fan who left his tractor double parked Please move it. <laughs> they made that announcement over the stadium. Nice. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it's Don't kind of way, it. that's probably my fandom.
2: Gotcha. Okay. Excellent. Well, now let's get into the, what brought us all together here. Yes. Tony Kornheiser. Okay. How did you become okay. a little? Where did you start listening to him and all that stuff?
1: Well, you know, I get out of college, and once I started advancing down the street, you know, I'm single, I had disposable income, you know, and I was always in her, I always read a lot. Always try to keep being a history major, keep up with the news. Mm. They had a local little newsstand down Morgantown. I'd go there every evening, and they saved me the New York Times and the Washington Post. They would get them in that day. And so I bought them daily. And in the Washington Post, I started noticing his columns Mm. on Thursday afternoon or Thursday paper and the Sunday paper in the style section. Mm -hmm. Then I noticed he was in the sports page. And I really enjoyed it. And then I started watching the um sports reporters on Sunday morning. I would come home from church, turn on the sports reporters, and it became almost like a ritual.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, once Pete now I didn't listen I'll admit I didn't listen to, you know, his radio show. I just didn't pick it up, didn't have the opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one around here carried it. Right. Then when PTI came, I became a faithful PTI uh, fan. In fact, now my wife even, if we have something to do he means she'll say, oh, we'll wait till PTI's over.
2: Aww. And then,
1: then we'll do it. You that's know, so Roxy. We'll that's so Roxy. It's so, yes. Uh, see, that's... <laughs> so on the show, he mentioned that he, he had this podcast. So about two years ago, I searched it out. And, you know, started listening to that. Then I became aware of your podcast Mm. through that. And I will admit, though, I started with number one. (laughs) And the quality wasn't quite up there. Couldn't agree with up more. (laughs) It was
2: terrible. It's not even
1: anywhere near (laughs) up there. Well, okay. (laughs) I was trying to be nice. I we
2: like, mean, thank you. Oh, we look. We, 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 we admit, say it all the time. We, I mean,
0: the content was. We think great, the content's great, but, but the sound quality, and we didn't find we didn't have our rhythm yet. Well, we, we didn't were have sitting, microphones. We were sitting in separate rooms. I mean, it was, it a was nightmare. like I hated yeah. it. I mean, I liked talking to people, but I hated the whole process because it just wasn't fun to be separated. Right. So anyway, we understand the
2: growing pains. No hard feelings. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> We it.
1: Well, you know, after a while, I kept hearing people, you know, they would write in to Tony and they'd give their Roxy, you know, Chuck and Roxy number. Yeah. Yep. So I thought, well, I'll give it another try. What I did, though, is I went to the latest. One.
4: Okay, yeah. one.
1: And I started keeping up with the latest one and then start going backwards. Uh-huh. And I got down to about one hundred and seventy. And I thought, you know, that's far enough. <laughs> Not that I don't enjoy him, but I thought now I kind con- of I have a context. When they talk about, because yes. you know, I'm 80, now you're 80 shows beyond before I stopped. Yeah. yeah. You know, I listened to number 50, was that your, uh, where you announced your, you know, wedding day and get to know, t- and any other special episode you mentioned, I'll go back and listen to that. Sure. Okay. I, yep. I keep a little record of it. So I feel now that I've caught up with it. Good. Excellent.
0: Good. Well,
2: oh, that's so
1: nice to I hear. I love that.
0: I'm so glad you came back. I mean, that's what,
1: yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. But, I we, yeah,
0: I mean, we understand, and we've mentioned in other episodes. Like, I've, I've
2: actually put a disclaimer at the beginning yeah, of episode one. just
0: hang in there. It gets yeah. better, we promise. Yep. But we get so, it, yeah. Well,
2: we appreciate it. We do. And mm-hmm. since you're so caught up and <laughs> you know all about us now, you must know what's coming now, right? I think so. Now, listeners, he said he was a little nervous about all this, but I, he's, he's a pro he's a so pro. far. Let's, see, let's see how he does with our fun, dumb questions. Roxy, take it away.
0: All right. What three famous people, living or dead, would you want to have at your fantasy dinner party?
1: Well, I think, number one, I would take George Armstrong Custer. I was always fascinated with the Battle of the Little Bighorn. Okay. In fact, I'm a member of the Little Bighorn Association. Oh, oh really? Just uh, You know, they study the battle. I would get my daughter, when she lived with us, when she got married, we would, I would get the newsletter. And she was like, what the hell? could they be talking about? It's been over it's been over 150 years, you know. Yeah. yeah. What are they talking about? All these people are dead. <laughs> but at college, we had to write a thesis before you can get your BA in uh, yeah. history. And I wrote it on the little Battle of the Little Bickle. So hmm. it would be George Armstrong Custard. I think Buddy Hawley would be number two. Yeah. I One of the electives I taught at school, they let you teach an elective each year that the kids could take an elective and they weren't necessarily graded on it, but it was just something fun in the academic day that they were interested in. Mm -hmm. And I taught it on the early years of rock and roll. And I think Buddy Holly is a nice transition.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, he could tell stories about starting, you know, the early days of rock and roll, appearing at the Apollo Theater in New York, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then the third one, there is a author, Bernard Cornwell, who is my favorite um, historical fiction author. He's an Englishman. I think he lives in Cape Cod. And he writes these historical um, novels. And I've read them all numerous times. He seems like such an intelligent guy. I think I would like him there.
2: Okay. Wow. That's, that's such an interesting... That's a great group. That is. That's yeah. a great group. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Kind of on the same topic, not really, but sort of. Who's the most famous person you've met in real life?
1: Well, and actually, as I mentioned before, my wife is a very successful law career, mm-hmm. and she served as the president of the West Virginia State Bar one year. And in that capacity, she was a member of the Southern Bar Presidents, all the Southern states. And I would go with her on these trips. And in one trip, we were sitting next to this older black couple, and he was talking to me, and he was asking me, you know, what I did. I said, I taught school. And he said, what did I teach? And I said, West Virginia history. And I said, I'm teaching a collective now on the 60s with an emphasis on Vietnam, the civil rights movement, the space program. And he asked me what I talked about with the civil rights movement. You know, and I told him, I said, I start with reconstruction. And, you know, I just gave him an overview. And my wife said, is that with Fred Gray, she said, Mr. Gray, said, tell my husband what you are. And he was Rosa Parks' lawyer. Wow. wow! I did not know it. Yeah. Wow. In fact, I think he's being honored this year or last year. He got the uh, Medal of Freedom. Wow. The Presidential that takes Medal the cake. of Freedom.
2: That's great. And you know, I I
1: just thought, oh my God! You know, I'm sitting next to this guy. You know, at dinner with him and conversation, and you know, that was it. Just blew me away. Wow.
0: Yeah. I just got chills.
1: All right, Roxy. A few more.
0: Who would play you in a movie of your life?
1: You know, have you ever seen Reservoir Dogs?
2: I might have seen parts of it a okay. long time ago. I, Roxy's well, got a look is, on her face nope. for News Channel 12 so, right now. Um,
1: and it's not the taste of it. It's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Was that? And who was in that? Was Hoffman it, and those guys? No. This is the one with um, Tim Roth, Harvey Keitel. Oh.
4: Okay, I was But the
1: off. it was about a gang of robbers and the head of the gang was a guy named joe was Lawrence tyranny who just died oh hmm. yeah kind of a rough ball-headed guy big guy yep. my daughter said he kind of reminds me of you um <laughs> the way you are because she said you know the kids i would get on the kids but they love you because they know that you love them right no matter how much i want on them yeah so i think maybe him i can't think of anyone else
0: cool okay
2: great all right roxy let's do some uh, rapid fire okay coke or pepsi
1: Diet, Dr. Pepper, but if not Coke.
2: Okay.
0: okay. I like Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Good. It's like cherry
2: Coke. That's what it tastes like to me. But I know there's definitely a difference mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Smoother, crunchy peanut butter. I'm a crunchy person, but my wife rules, so we have smoother. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, she was nice enough to lend you her phone, so yeah. I think we should go. And-
1: yes, that's right. <laughs> you know, I told you I have a flip phone. <laughs> I don't text any of that
2: and well okay now you're you going know, deep i wasn't going to out you that far <laughs> i was just going to mention that we're using her phone but that's fine i mean that's fine that's
0: great you know was, she, i miss my flip phone yeah little's
2: he was very hesitant to come on because of these things and i'm like we'll figure it out man yeah, I, yeah. from your emails i could just tell you we're going to be a unique individual i'm like yes. we have to get him on the podcast roxy yes. and i was like we'll figure it out so yeah. see
1: that little's even if you have a flip phone we'll figure it out yeah. okay yes. you know she tells me just get a damn phone <laughs> And when she says that, I know what she means. She means, I can't believe I stayed with this guy for over 35 years. <laughs> but what I hear is, oh, there's that whimsical and quirky, good-natured person that I married. So,
2: <laughs> right. Who'd That's rather so spend time listening to me than talking
1: on, or surfing right. the Internet right. on their iPhone.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: See, Uh huh. You know, if we go to a restaurant, I bring a book with me, and if she starts looking at her phone, I pull out a book and read.
0: Fair.
2: Good for you. Love it. All right, let's go on. Mr. Farley or Mr. Roper?
1: Oh, Don Knox. He's yeah. from Morgantown. He went to high school with my father.
0: Uh, Wait, what? What? Don Knotts?
1: Don Knox is from Morgantown. He, he was a year behind my father in high school.
0: No way. This is it. This is the bury the lead moment.
2: All right. This bury the lead moment has been brought to you by Aaron's Books. Just head on over to aaronsbooks.com. And don't forget, when checking out in the comments section, use our code.
0: LLPOD.
2: For 15% off. So, and we're about done, of course, (laughs) as we do. So you're saying Don Knotts, he went to school with your father.
1: Yeah, he's from Morgantown. Okay. (laughs) That's amazing. I didn't know. Were they friends? (laughs) I mean, they knew each other.
2: Yes. Yeah, sure. That's kind of cool.
0: That's very, very cool. Did you
2: ever get to call him Uncle Don later in
1: life? (laughs) I've never met him. Okay. (laughs) So in front of, if you ever play Morgantown, they have a nice theater now. Oh uh yeah, it's gorgeous. Theater. Yep. Have you been there?
2: Yeah, many times.
1: Oh, at the Met in Morgantown.
2: Yeah, it's it was a long time ago, like late '90s, early 2000s. Okay.
1: Well, now in front of the Met. They have a statue of Don Knotts sitting Aww. down in his Barney Fife uniform.
2: Oh, oh that's so that. great to hear! Right now, near, I know yes. I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but are you a? What, it was called The Incredible Mr. Limpet, right? Yes, Do you remember that they, movie?
1: They premiered it in Morgantown. Ah, oh, cool! Wow,
2: oh, I, I,
4: I love I, that. That was
1: his first movie.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, of With course, the there were reruns of reruns, but I loved the Andy Griffith Show, and I loved Don Knotts as. Barney five, Barney Fyfe, yeah. Loved, loved yes.
2: it. Excellent. Loved it. All right, so back to the question, though. He's a Mr. Farley fan.
0: Yes.
4: <laughs>
2: yes. Excellent. All right, uh, last one. Uranus jokes, not funny or never not funny?
1: Okay, I'm going to Will Bond this answer <laughs> because I'm going to bring Will Bond into the answer. Okay. 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 If you have someone, a master like Mr. Tony, delivering the joke, it's always funny.
4: Okay, Right.
1: But if you have someone like Will Bond who constantly makes fun of it, delivering it, it will fall flat. Right. Okay,
0: fair. That's good. That's a good answer. All right.
2: right. Well, Bill, we can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. Is there anything we can plug for you? Are you you on social media at all? Not at all. Not at all. I didn't think so. If
1: you can put up my email address, if anyone would like to contact me.
2: Okay. Um,
1: I used to tell parents when they wanted to contact me, I would give them my home phone number. Oh, that's nice. I said, if it's important enough to talk about your kid, Let's talk about it in person. Yeah. Oh,
2: okay, but we're not going to do that because no. I'm not being responsible. Well, actually, I only have your wife's phone. Well, I probably have both of them, but I have your wife's phone. Yeah. But more importantly, <laughs> Littles, you can write into us, yes. and we'll read it. He'll now hear it, and then maybe he'll write back to you. Yeah. So if you want to get in touch with okay. Bill. Okay, there you go. All right, and as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this.
0: Over or under?
1: Philosophically, I'm over, but in the moment, I can compromise.
2: Okay, okay. so you're adaptable.
0: Like me, I'm and some,
2: and some yes. call that will bonding the question, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Or
0: is he roxying the question? Oh, roxying
2: the question now? Yes. Oh, you want one of those? Yes,
0: I do. Okay, oh, okay. so it's no longer it's will bonding time. the question.
2: <laughs> well, maybe on that specific question. Anyway, where do you land on Kyrie? And uh, no, I'm just kidding.
1: No, no, no. All right, too
2: much. Bill. Thanks so much for taking the time. We really appreciate it.
1: Well, I really enjoyed it, and I want to thank you for the opportunity to be on the show.
2: Of course. All right, all you loyal listeners.
0: We'll be right back.
2: You are listening to the Loyal Littles
5: Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
2: What's a loyal little? Welcome back to the Loy Littles podcast, and thank you, Bill, for coming on to Meet the Littles. Skadare. Oh, yeah. Roxy just wants to say the name over and over now. <laughs>
0: Skadare. Skadare. Yeah. Skadare. Skadare.
2: Okay. So we've got a story we're going to get into before we uh, get to the emails. Okay. Now, Simon, mm. do you know the story about <laughs> on my birthday dinner? Uh, no. The birthday dessert? I, oh. I couldn't remember if you no, knew anything about No, I don't think anything about, about, about the birthday dessert. So dinner, long story sorry. short, we're just Littles. We're going to catch Simon up here. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Sparknotes version. Not going
2: to go into the whole thing, but long story short. If you go to a, a restaurant for your birthday, yeah. okay, and they just randomly bring you out and they find out it's your birthday uh-huh. or f- however you told them through a reservation or casual, whatever, and they just come out with a dessert, okay, Yeah. what's the protocol when you get the bill and the dessert's on the bill?
3: Oh, yeah. Not no, good, right? that's not great. Because yeah. right. you yeah. didn't order it. it. You didn't order it. And right. it wasn't a dessert I even wanted. Yeah. Okay, so, right. all right, so that's the...
2: That's I'll basically t- what happened. I'll fill in Simon that's off air because yeah. the listeners know all about this yeah. story. Okay, so a couple days ago when we were drinking our woes away (laughs) after the game, (laughs) uh, we actually had an interview first. (laughs) We did. And then we went back to meet Sid. Yeah. Simon, you were in some coffee shop or something. I don't know. You you weren't joining us. He was still like upset about the whole thing, but
4: (laughs) yeah.
2: Okay. So we're having drinks and stuff and I get this text that says at a local FedEx store, I have this package waiting for me. Yes. And I was like, what the hell is this? I didn't order anything. Right. I also got the streets mixed up. I thought it was literally right around the corner from where the bar was. Not true. It was it like was two and a half blocks away. And
0: around the corner. And
2: around the corner. <laughs> so but I went out and I was just like, you didn't you all yeah. thought I went to the bathroom. I thought you
0: went to the bathroom. I thought you went the complete opposite direction of leaving the, the establishment. <laughs> no, I'm like,
2: no, I'm gonna go see what this is about. Because yeah. it was also like 4.30 and I'm like, it's probably open till five. Yeah, so right. I'm like, otherwise I might have to wait. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay. So I go get it. No big deal there. But I it's just an envelope. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And I start looking at it. And it says it's from New York, New York. And then I start yeah. getting a little nervous because I'm like, maybe this is some like legal documents. <laughs> There's a situation that happened at one of my games a couple weeks ago. Roxy, oh, I didn't even yeah. tell. I didn't tell you about this. You have no, no idea. what I was there. Talking. No, this is something different. Something different. I don't even know what you're talking about right now.
0: The one at the great lawn.
2: Great lawn. What happened yeah. at the great lawn?
0: You were umping, and the girl thought oh, you that's were stupid. like. Oh, that's a good one though. You're stupid. Right. And yeah, I'm this like, girl no, wanted to blame stupid. me for someone
2: stepping on her foot.
0: And it's like, no, you were in the way. You were yeah in she the way. like literally there and was you, it wasn't yeah. a close
2: play and you know normally you have to give yourself up for safety if you're not going to slide and this guy didn't slide but there was no play
0: he was actually he was actually to trying
2: to, to go get to third, to third. This, speaking of the situation with Sid and he stepped on her foot before going back to second because he knew he couldn't make it yeah and she like yeah, she was just in the way and, and then she
0: blamed you for not thinking of their safety yeah she and was it's like, like your no safety's in my hand or no my you know person. I was like, Wait, no. anyway so Yes. Go sit down. There was
2: something else. It was I a was different so thing, mad. But it was a different thing where I thought there could be legality things involved. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh my God, is this from like a lawyer or someone oh, being right. sued? You know, okay. anyway, not it. <laughs> I finally, in the return address, I see it's from E. Molinos. <sighs> The restaurant we went to for oh. my birthday. Okay. Oh, I didn't fill you in on the rest. I'll fill you in off the air. But I wrote numerous emails. Yeah. We've been going back and forth since May about okay. this. Okay. And I know it seems silly because it's like a dessert. But the desserts there are expensive, like 18 to like $24. But yeah. again, not really the point. And most of the listeners were like, you need to write emails. Yeah. Because they should do something for you. Because that's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. We just left. We paid it and left is what we did. Okay. So anyway, so we get this thing from e So we open it. And it's just a card from Emilino's with a gift card inside. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all there is. There's no note. There's no nothing. There's just a receipt. The you know, mm-hmm. like you get like in the
4: sleeve, you know, mm-hmm.
2: in the sleeve with the gift card. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I don't need to go into how much it was. No. It was generous, though. Very generous. I will say that. It was a very, very generous. Very, very generous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm sitting here. I'm telling people are like, whoa, would you get and that you for? And you wouldn't show it to me. Oh, I didn't show you at first. You made me first. guess. You I made you guess, guess how much it was going right. to be. And it was fine. We'll just say it was generous. Yes. Okay, definitely better than a dessert. No,
0: I opened it and my eyes bugged out of my yeah, face. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I don't even know how where to go from this, except that. So of course everyone we were at the bar with, because we were there with Sid yeah. and like four other people, uh-huh. they didn't know the story. So I go into the whole thing. They're like, "Good for you."
0: This we thought it was from them. We, we thought, thought it was they vindication. Finally we're like, like, "Vindication.
2: This settled. is we, we uh, got this. You know? and uh. We did this." And realized
0: their mistake and sent us a and generous. And I even
2: considered. That night, going home to email the gentleman I had been in (laughs) touch with back and forth.
0: Oh,
3: to
2: you know, I thought it might be the proper thing to do. Say thank you for your attention to this matter. Sure. I appreciate all you did. Blah Mm -hmm. blah
3: blah. I know where this is going. Okay,
2: I didn't do it though because it was you know this literally this was literally a couple nights ago. Yeah. And the next day, I get a text from a little. Yeah. That says, "Hey, just so you know, I sent you a little something in the mail."
0: And it should have arrived. And it should have arrived
2: by now, but I couldn't say who it was from. And I was like, wait, what? And then I literally said, we should tell him who it is, right? Yeah. It was Mo Werner.
0: Yes. Mo.
2: And I said, wait, you didn't send a gift card, did you? And he was like, yeah. Yeah. He goes, that's oh, that's wow. what it was. And I was yeah. like, are you freaking kidding me right now? So
0: it's back to the drawing board with the restaurant. Oh. But oh, so Mo, kind of but I mean,
2: so kind, but I'm so Thank angry you. at the same time I, know, I uh. that I'm like, because I even said to you uh, it, literally two nights before this, mm-hmm. I said to you, I said, have you checked your credit card recently? Right. Because we went through the whole thing where I thought it was my credit card. She paid for the meal because it was my birthday. Yeah. So it would have been on her credit card. Mm-hmm. I said they might be crediting your credit card yeah. An amount. To and I checked, this. nothing's appeared. And it's still wow. nothing has happened. Mm-hmm. No. So here we all thought, and I'm giving, I'm singing their praises telling everyone at the bar, <laughs> you should go to this place, <laughs> you know, because...
0: Look at what they wow. did. They made a mistake and they righted the I,
2: wrong. I'm like, I'm obviously very humbled, but I'm f- so angry at the <laughs> restaurant, yeah. you know what I mean? And so Mo, I talked to Mo and he was like, well, I hope you can go and just enjoy yourselves and not worry yeah. about that. He's like, no, you know, however you, you want to deal with thank that. You. But yes, we have to... You We're
0: going to go at least one more time. <laughs> we want,
2: And I wanted to lead the show with this, but I wanted to be able to get into yeah, the story. And I knew yeah. we wouldn't have time in the first segment. Right, so right. I wanted to make a bigger deal about yeah. this. So we waited till now. Yeah. So, Mo Warner, thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, that thank you. That was really sweet. That was
0: so nice. And
2: maybe we should wait for him to come back in town and then he can come with us.
0: Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll do that. We'll see. Yeah. we'll see. Yeah.
2: Because if he's never been, he should go. I know. So that was really sweet. Thank, thank, you. Oh, thank wow. you. Thank you. Thank you. you. It's very thank sweet. You. Better than a box of that. Oh better than gosh. no offense, Walkers. It's better than these <laughs> crisps. I don't know about that, but <laughs> <I mean, laughs> yeah, you know, sure. Simon still digging the Walkers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, almost you know. out, so no, we're almost yeah. No, we don't like to compare those things because no, that was a no, no, no. that was a very generous yeah. gift from episode four. Yes. So we're just very, mm-hmm. See, very I'm trying grateful. to think of what else
3: can I say that is nice to eat in England that will now appear next time I'm here. <laughs> oh. you
2: know. He's had the digestives. He's now yeah, had the walkers. Yeah,
3: digestives we, have, we have mm-hmm. the walkers. What else know. do you want, Simon? I Did mean, biscuit? you've tried Maltesers, right? No. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking oh. about. <laughs> <laughs> what are those? It's like, you guys have your, like, malt balls over here, chocolate, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Oh, but malt they're balls, they're, like, okay. a thousand Like Whoppers? Better. Yeah. Oh, whoppers are horrible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love <laughs> Whoppers. I okay, like a too. thousand <laughs> times better. But than actually, Woppers.
2: you know what? i very specific with Whoppers. I like them only at Easter when they cu- they're called Robin eggs. Oh, Robin's yeah. Robin's eggs. Is that how they're saying? Those say? are really good. They're so good. good. They're candy coated nah. Whoppers. Those are nah. really good. Yeah, I'm telling you, Maltesers. Cool. Maltesers. <laughs> yeah. Is there a website? Should we shout it out? Of course. <laughs>
3: of course. Is there, it's Maltesers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. You know, uh, yeah. I don't know what that is. So okay. So thank you all around. I mean, yes. some, you got a great birthday gift. I we did. got this gift card oh now. Gosh. It was really sweet. So let's get into our email, shall we? We heard from Aaron Moss, episode two three six. He says, mm-hmm. "Hi Chuck and Roxy. The past weekend, I finally went to my first Little's event. And is how do you say this? Wardaka Brewing. Wardaka. DACA. Word-a- I think I said that right. Word-a-daka? And had a great time. I did go to chatter when Dr. Tony was bartending. Does that count? I went with the woman to whom I am related to by marriage, and my two kids as well." met a lot of top 100 littles. Number five, Jamie Julian. Number 11, Robert Burr. Can we pause there? (laughs) That was unintended, I swear to you. I would never have been that clever that early in the podcast. But Jamie and Rob love that they are episodes 5 and 11. They love that. Now, you two aren't getting that. I get that. But the littles will get that. Jamie and Rob are so just tickled (laughs) that they are episodes 5 and 11. I swear I did not set that up. (laughs) <laughs> Episode 53, Dina was there. 86 and 250, third wheel Maurice Werner. Number 90, Super G, to name a few, he mm-hmm. says. And Bob Purcell, number 222. That's uh-huh. a great number. Among others. Two, two,
0: two.
4: This
2: was our second event of the afternoon, coming straight from a kid's pool party in Damascus. Wow. I look forward to attending more in the future. Was the My, great
0: zucchini there?
2: <laughs> oh, maybe. I don't know. He, I'm sure he would have mentioned that. My wife has better game than I do. She got Jamie's number before we left.
0: Oh, Excellent. nice. Very Besties. Good.
2: <laughs> I have been meaning to email since Jingle Fest. Was planning on going to the event at Rock Bottom, but didn't work out that night. Hopefully next year. And yes, next time we are in the area, try bagels from Call Your Mother. They are a little more creative on the sandwiches, and their Zatar or Zater bagel is delicious. it's oh. Z- Z-A-T-A-R. Hmm. Zader. Zater?
3: Yeah, hmm. it's like a collection of like, oh, you know spices. what that is? Yeah, it's not my favorite. So it's okay, not well like
0: an everything bagel. It's mm, I mean, more uh, yeah, than I'd that?
3: say it's like that, but with different everything. Uh, okay, but just for the record, it's a very distinct uh, gotcha. taste.
2: I we think. have tried these bagels. They're good. We, you brought a dozen, right, or something like that?
0: No, I wish I oh, bought you, you myself a, a sandwich, and I think we I got a few. I got like you brought. We brought six? some home. I thought I yeah, okay, half a dozen. All right, I know okay. we had
2: them. So okay, nah,
0: no, yeah. Yeah.
2: Anyway, he said, and I'll get you out on this. Do you want to hear a joke about paper? Never mind. It's terrible. Okay. (laughs) He said, sorry for the longish email. Aaron Moss, episode 233. All right. Now... The next thing that's been going on in Chuck's life, we heard from Don Hammock, episode 68. Now, this is true to the yeah. the core, uh-huh. and I'm so, ugh, don't even yeah. get me started on this. He <laughs> says, in regards to your blood work email stuff, you should schedule to go in and have the blood drawn a week or so before the physical so it will be available for the doctor during your appointment. Well, where smart. was that a month ago? Yeah. Don. That's smart. It's very smart.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Chuck's dope.
0: Although scheduling these appointments has been tricky for yeah, you too. Yeah, we'll
2: get there so. in a second. First time <laughs> I went for a physical after a long break, I did what you did and had to make another trip just to go over the results. Mm-hmm. Okay? I can't even get there. No. I had to go back in to ask them, where are my results and yeah. things like that. And then they goofed and I was supposed to schedule another thing. It's just a, it's a, mess. a big deal. But thank you, Don Hammock, for that. But yeah, I've been having, it's weird. I just don't understand the doctor's things these i'm telling you the internet's killing us basically it's all done through an internet portal yeah and i'm like I and don't that's
0: know. fine but they're i don't know
2: it's okay but finally I, I had to go back and ask them about the results for this other thing i did and they haven't come back yet They mistaken, so the doctor went back and commented on all the other things I already saw. Right. So I'm like, that's not helpful. Right. I mean, it was. She added a few little things, basically confirming, yes, your cholesterol is a little high. Here's what you can do. Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So anyway. All right. Roxy, what's next? That
0: was Don Hammock episode 68. I don't know if you said that. Yeah, I said that.
2: that. Oh, you did. I thought I did. Anyway.
0: Anyway, next we heard from Tim Cree episode 107. Chuck, did you just say it might have been when I was out with menopause? quality humor from Tim Cree <laughs>
2: I mean I might have dropped the musical after that
0: um yeah I think there was a
2: I remember I, I think know there I said that at least once but might have been out when I was might have menopause. been when I was out with menopause <laughs> look it happens it happens people all right then we heard from Alex Cobb episode 152. He says, Dear Chuck and Roxy, in your Summer of Littles Roxy birthday extravaganza wrap up, <laughs> thank you for not sharing the embarrassing story of me thinking you had forgotten my name when all you had forgotten was my episode number. <laughs> the, I guess I just did. The memory of it <laughs> makes me smile, though. I know you likely plan to attend other Summer of Littles in the future, but you are both welcome back to Springfield anytime. Plenty of room, ice cream cake, and liquid refreshment here at my house. And I will cook you a real Chinese meal instead of subjecting you to the Springfield-style cashew chicken. That's
4: right. Like
2: that to which Tiny Chuck treated you.
0: <laughs> Is this
4: like
2: a throwdown?
0: Whoa, challenge. Uh, of course, he doesn't
2: realize that you steal shampoo yet, so we'll see. Right. And, he said, <laughs> and I am sure Brian Moeller, episode 167, will fire up the boat for a newly knighted Lake Girl Roxy. Yeah. Thanks for everything and keep on potting. Alex. <laughs> Anyway, all right, Simon's got the last one.
3: Oh, I get an email. Yes, yes, yes. Dear Choxy, first, happy belated birthday, Roxy. I know you only turned 31, but celebrating that 30th birthday year after year doesn't get old. Chuck, the video's on the boat. Sigh. I guess your niece is in podcasting and not video production. The video's <laughs> reminder me of that episode of Seinfeld. Yes, it does say reminder me. Um, <laughs> just, I am reading it verbatim, just so okay. we all know. Okay. The videos remind me of that episode of Seinfeld where Kramer's <laughs> making that bootleg of the movie in the movie theater. Very shaky. <laughs> anyway, it looks I'm like I'm boat. L-
2: wait, wait. I'm on a boat.
3: <laughs> okay? You Come on. can't hold it still? Come on. Come on. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it looks like boating life agrees with both of you. I think you need to move to a lake. Forget Greg Garcia. When is Al Michaels getting a Chuck and Roxy mm. number? Oh. On Got Chuck it. and his doctor visits. I had a visit with my cardiologist scheduled six months in advance. I get to the office and the receptionist says, Oh, he's in another office today. Can you get there? Mind you, I'm already in this other office, which is 30 minutes away from where he is. No. I was like, Not in the next five minutes. So the receptionist was like, Well, he has other appointments after, so I guess we'll have to reschedule. <gasps> mm-hmm. <laughs> so sass. basically. They never notify me he's going to a different office, confirm my appointment in the original office the day before, and then wait until I'm standing in front of the receptionist to spring it on me that I need to get somewhere else in the next five minutes or I miss my appointment. Wow. I guess I should be happy they didn't charge me.
0: (gasps) Oh, good. That's On
3: another front. I'd
2: be furious.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, I can only imagine. (laughs) Uh, On another front, my colonoscopy appointment was smooth (laughs) like butter. (laughs) It does say that it, that colonoscopy I ran was first, smooth. My
2: pants began to no, like
3: <laughs> butter. They <laughs> gave me a ten year pass until the next one. Good. So smooth. Episode oh one seven eight. A B T A H S. Is that, that what's that mean? A Am I supposed <laughs> to say that as a word? Unless it's about do you believe in miracles? Yes. We will not do better next time. Excellent.
0: A B T A H S. Bravo. Uh, don't even tell them.
2: Just let them. Let figure it, it out. Um, figure it out.
0: Okay, okay. Abatage.
2: Abatage. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was good job, Simon. Excellent Thanks job, Simon. Thanks. Thanks excellent good job. Excellent job. T- Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. And yeah, yeah. we've got one, one left. Let's save it for the one next one. One pack time. of walkers. That'll entice walkers. me to come back. You know? It'll entice Crispy you to come back. Although I'm excited chicken.
3: for Maltesers to show up. Also, uh-huh. I do love <laughs> a million dollars. <laughs> and, you know, free plane tickets back okay. home. So okay. all those are acceptable. Okay.
2: Yeah. Great. Yeah. Do you listen yeah. to Smartless. I don't the listen podcast? to anything. Oh, so, okay. Uh, you know. They had uh, Mark Cuban on. Mm. We got to get out of here. But it Littles, Interesting. it's a great listen. Yeah. And he talked about this thing where American, they don't do it anymore. For $250,000, you could buy unlimited flights on American anywhere in the world, anytime, any Whoa. amount. Yep.
3: Oh, that's the thing that's been going around. The one guy, there's a guy that did that with United. Oh, really? A while ago, and okay. he's been on social media. Because like they, that was oh. the first thing they
2: asked. They were like, "Can we still do that?" And he was no, like, "No, yeah. no, no, no." He's like, "They don't do that anymore." Oh, he's <laughs> their no.
3: elite flying member because obviously he gets all these points. Right. That was the thing. Insane. They were, yeah. Right. Yeah, we're racking up yeah, the points. Yeah.
2: But anyway, it's still a good listen. He talks about Bitcoin. He talks about a lot. Yeah. You know, obviously he talks about I Shark Tank. I still don't
0: know what Bitcoin is. I yeah. would like to have a, I. We might be
2: looking into it. Because I kind of trust. Really? Yeah, I trust him. Yeah.
0: You trust Mark Cuban?
2: I mean, yeah, kind of. In okay. business senses, yeah. Okay. And again, he's the first one to say, he's like, I'm not- Is he not your s-
0: favorite on Shark Tank?
2: Uh, I'll check my Bitcoin. I don't know. Do you have Bitcoin? Thing.
3: I mean, not a whole one, because I'm not a millionaire.
2: Oh, right, 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 right. No, no. <laughs> but, well, that's what he basically know. said. He goes, no, no, no. He goes, I'm talking, start with $5. Yeah. He's like, just play around with it. See if you like, he, he did say a 1000 He's like, if you get an extra $1,000. Right. You know, he's like, just start there. He's right. like, and see if you like it, and if mm-hmm. you can figure it out. Then continue. There's He's like.
3: To figure out. What does he say? I don't understand. Out? Well, it. because a lot of people
2: are confused because they are like buying money to make money. But it's virtual. It's virtual. Yeah, it we, don't, we don't know anything about it. Or, I
3: mean,
0: I'm so, it,
2: well, well, that's not the same it's, it's not. He goes into that, that, Simon. He actually, All right, I guess that I was listen. one of the questions. Is I'm it just like buying saying, stocks? But it's
3: still relatively arbitrary. Okay, so okay. All right. yeah, I agree. Okay. You know, well, yeah, so far, I've lost $184 on my Bitcoin. Well, Simon's doing great. Okay. <laughs> <So> <laughs> maybe we'll hold off. Oh, I've got to get into Bitcoin. Yeah, great idea. Roxy, maybe we'll hold off. Okay, Roxy, tell everyone how they
2: can get in touch with us.
0: Just go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. All the information you need is over there Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, email address guest book do you want to be a guest
2: check our pictures check
0: our pictures from summer enter this contest oh this yeah don't forget contest. about the contest
2: we have a new contest name
0: that tune name from the that beginning. tune um good luck. it's yeah. from a broadway <laughs> <Good luck. laughs> show
2: it's from a broadway show yeah and uh, maybe an obscure one you might get it there might be a little out there that can get it we'll it's see. gonna be a good prize if they get that it's gonna be a good prize okay it's gonna be yeah. a whole big yeah. bitcoin. Whole bitcoin. No. <laughs> it's not gonna be that but we should also say thank you bill For coming on to Meet the Littles. And I also want to give a shout out to Sean Morrissey for our bumpers because he does all those funny ones that we Mm -hmm. used on this episode and he doesn't get to say his name. Yeah, yeah.
0: And thank you again, Mo.
2: Oh, of course. Mo Mm -hmm. and, of course, Mike Wolf for the the Pepsi can. Thank you. Everyone. And Brian I mean,
0: and Amy for the shampoo wreck.
2: It's you know. <laughs> 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 sitting right here on the table. I'll I didn't notice some. it was sitting right now here on I'm the table. I'm
0: feeling bad. I'm feeling self conscious that you I use their bad. shampoo.
2: No, I think yeah. the shampoo's okay. I think shampoo, All stuff right. like that. Oh, okay. I don't think shampoo. like a bar right, of soap really would be oh, yeah. okay. No, 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 no. But no
5: I wouldn't. Do I that. even
2: think like contact solution would be okay, but only if it was laying out. I wouldn't go into a medicine cabinet or a drawer or stuff like that. You bring your own toilet first. I guess
0: I should. And you wouldn't use a razor, stuff like that. But I got in there. I had every intention of using my own. Shampoo, yeah. and then I smelled this. I'm like, ooh. Yeah.
2: I'm sure, watch. You know what would be funny? <laughs> I, I'm giving it away, but he should send us a bill like, <laughs> yeah. in the mail uh. for the shampoo. <laughs> that would be funny. So, anyway. All right, let's get out of here. If you need a book, go to Aaron's And, Simon, how are you doing with self care? Do you need yeah. any self care? Yeah. Well, we, I need self care. We can hook you up.
3: Okay. How are you going to hook me up?
0: ModernSelfCare.us. Ooh,
3: okay.
2: An- Just An- go there. Use our code
0: LLPOD. And
2: you get. I think it's 20% 20 off there. I think it's 15% off in the comment sections at aaronsbooks.com. But out of all this, the most important thing is when you go to these websites or if you are out shopping online tonight, do not forget to use the code. Bye.
1: Instead of steep, I think they were cheap.
0: Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Lewis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan.
4: Duh. Oh yeah.